Now, Singapore Today with Lance Alexander and Daniel Martin. Our question today. Are you comfortable? Are you happy making or paying a little bit more for sustainable fuel on your flight? It's the right thing to do. It's mm, only a few dollars yeah. more. Mm. Three, four dollars across to Bangkok. Fifteen, sixteen dollars if you're heading off to London, economy class. So obviously, the more expensive your ticket is, if you're traveling premium economy or business, you pay a bit more. Mm. It's fair. Mm. <laughs> Why do I have to pay? If you want to travel, you just have to pay. It's just one of those things. You just have to pay up. So like go. you said, it's the right thing to do, right? The, the, the airlines are one of the biggest contributors to global mm. warming and emissions. Mm -hmm. One of the hugest mm -hmm. True. Um, True. contributors. Yes, is it naive of me to expect an industry to want to do the right thing? Because obviously their key factor is bottom line and earning money. I mm. get that. Mm -hmm. that's, you know, mm -hmm. well, that's what happens in the private um, sector economy. But they should be doing the right thing and not charging me. Okay. To me, I think they may not charge you, but they may put it in terms of higher airfare. So you're still paying for it one way or another. So yeah. they may say, it's not a surcharge, but you know what? The fares have gone up. Yeah. Yeah, because our costs have gone up and you have to cough up. Yeah. You don't cough up, you don't travel. But still, I like the symbolism of what this is, lah, mm. which is Singapore saying, no, you gotta have at least 1% of yeah. the fuel, all departing flights, yeah. have to have at least 1% of your fuel be the sustainable air fuels. And I like that because it's, it's, it's setting the tone it's making sure that people do the right thing. It's akin to, you know, putting out the recycle bins in HDB estates and making people recycle. You're telling people like, hey, this is what you should be doing. Mm. Let me lead the way. Mm -hmm. So will, Agreed. It, will it work for you, the listener? Yeah, let's find out. 669-11938 or text us 963-11938. This is your chance to speak to us. Also, like I said earlier, uh, this is the most popular CNA show. So, yeah, you know, it's a regular show. It's your weekly regular uh, show. It's, it's daily. daily, in fact. Sorry. You know, it, it, it's from Monday through to Friday. Daily, the most popular show on CNA. So uh, if you want to be heard, this is the best platform to be heard. Absolutely. So we're joined today by Shukur Yusof, who is a founder of the founder of Aviation Consultancy mm. and Dow Analytics. Shukur, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about this idea of, okay, for people who are unfamiliar with the concept, first and foremost, uh, yeah. of sustainable aviation fuel or SAF, what are we talking about here? Where is it coming from? How different is it from regular fuel? Well, first of all, I want to correct you earlier when you said that the uh, aviation industry is one of, if not the biggest polluters, the biggest uh, contributors to emissions. That's not exactly true. I mean, the industry contributes to about 25 to 3% of carbon emissions globally every year. That's a lot less than fossil fuel producers. They're all companies. And all really? that. So, but in in any case, I mean, they're still contributing quite quite a lot. Three percent. Okay, I stand corrected. Yeah. Anyway, the sustainable aviation fuel are blends of fuels coming from things like cooking oil, biomass, uh, municipal waste, and and all that stuff, and they they they're being processed so that they can be used in the engines of aircraft uh, to minimize the emission of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. So I think uh, viewers need to understand that by using sustainable aviation fuel, it does not mean there won't be any emission. There will still be emissions, mm. a lot less than what we're seeing now using fossil fuels, but there will still be emission. Why? Because it's a combustible engine. When you have combustible engine and you put any kind of fuel in it, there will still be emission. There will be some traces of carbon dioxide. So if you wanted to 
have really clean air, we'll have to use nuclear, we'll have to use hydrogen, and that sort of stuff, not fossil fuel. Mm. Okay, so is that something that will be considered as airlines and the aviation industry looks towards going carbon-free by 2025? Are we looking at different alternative fuels, like what you said, hydrogen? Is that something that is doable? It's been looked at, but sporadically, Lance. Um, the Airbus is the uh, biggest advocate of hydrogen, but not many people are, are looking at hydrogen because it's difficult, it's dangerous, there's a lot of risk in it, it's expensive. So the cheapest alternative, the temporary alternative, is sustainable aviation mm-hmm. fuel, which is a which uses things that we already have in abundance today, which is cooking oil, waste, and and uh, you know things that are not being used, the byproducts of crops, for example. If it's using things that's already available in abundance, why does it cost more? Because apparently the sustainable version can cost three to five times more than normal jet fuel. Yes, because the the process to turn them into sustainable aviation fuel. The technology for that is very expensive, and so this is the thing. I mean, we complain a lot about fossil fuel and about the emissions and all that, but the extraction of oil and energy from, you know, under the sea or from the desert and all that, they remain by far the easiest way to supply energy to aircraft to other modes of transportation uh, as we know it today. So it's a lot cheaper to do that in big volumes compared to using sustainable aviation fuel, which means, as we've seen the last two days, that you and I and many others who want to fly will have to pay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there also currently enough investment going into uh, looking at sustainable fuel options and alternatives? Have we got a lot of money that uh, industries are keen on uh, making sure we've got an aviation fuel that is good for the environment? Or is there a long, long way before we actually reach this step? Well, let's put things into perspective. So the U.S. Senate has just announced a couple of days ago that they're going to spend $95 billion to uh, to aid Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. That's $95 billion, uh, in military aid. And the amount of money Americans have spent in investing in sustainable in climate change, in making the world an environmentally friendly place, is a lot less than that. I think it's it's something like six billion last year. Okay, so mm-hmm. you know we're not doing enough. We have the money, the funds, uh, the banks who are helping to finance economically, uh, you know, environmentally friendly uh, efforts to reduce emissions are doing well. But at the same time, banks, I'm talking about big banks, are also funding the extraction of fossil fuels as we speak today, a lot more. I think last year they spent 150, 200 billion in helping big oil companies to still explore for oil. So if we are going to see that, then you know, on balance, there is still emitting a lot of uh, carbon out there. Well, we're saying, I think, uh, you know, we, we say something, but we're not actually doing everything. Mm. Let's go to the phone lines. 669-11938. One of our listeners is joining us. Nice. Who's this? Hi. Hi. What's your name? Hi, this is Ben. Hey, Ben. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Ben, did you call on one of our recent shows where you said you were a frequent traveller and you travel like 10 times a year? 
Oh no no! I was hoping you were that Ben, because like that Ben will Common be name. well. That Ben will definitely be have an opinion about paying a few dollars more because he flies <laughs> ten times a year. Uh, but yeah, how about but you? I do. I, I am a frequent traveler. Yeah. Right. Okay. Are you yeah. okay paying for, a couple for bucks? Work and leisure. Are you okay paying a couple bucks more from twenty twenty six onwards, depending on the distance mm. for your flights? I, yeah, I'm actually okay with with it. I mean, if it's uh, if it's really good for you know the environment and and all these environmental concerns and all that um a couple of bucks to be honest is not significant in view of the airfare but what i i just wonder is the whole essence of it because here we are talking about increasing this for all passengers going forward from 2026 right mm-hmm. but at the same time we are saying that uh, 1% of the airlines uh, fuel has to be a sustainable kind of a uh, mm-hmm. Um, fuel. Mm-hmm. So the math doesn't add up. You are increasing this for everybody, but at the same time, you're saying only 1% of it is applicable. So how does this work? Why not 1% of travelers? Mm. Pay for that since it's going to be 1%, right? So you're saying like, you know, yeah. d- does that equate, you're thinking that 3 bucks to Bangkok extra, that $16 to UK extra, does that really add up to that 1% or are we overpaying? Is it? Yeah, it's, it sounds like profiteering to me more than anything else. Okay, let's let's ask Shukur as well. Do you think that 1%, because that's all we can produce right now because there isn't that mass, so that's why 1% and it's expensive to produce, that's why all passengers will have to pay for it uh, if they're leaving Singapore from 2026. So is it like overcharging in a way, the mm. couple of bucks that uh, uh, passengers would pay? No, you guys are right. I think it's not going to make a dent in the scheme of things because 1% is very low and... Mm. You know, but it's it's at. It's but yes, I get it. You got to start we, somewhere. We do have to start somewhere, but you know, as as uh, your uh, Ben college just said, Ben just said. I mean, I would tax him a lot because he's a frequent flyer. He he travels a lot, so he should be paying more. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reality in the industry, and this is factually uh, been been looked into, is that the majority of people who actually fly a lot is actually very low. Globally, there's only like less than 5% fly at least 10 or 20 times a year. And it's, it could be said to be unfair if everyone has to pay something. So you're, we're talking about frequent flyers, your PPS, your mm-hmm. gold card mm-hmm. members who fly on business first class on SI or whatever. And ideally, I mean, a lot of people have suggested that these are the people who, who travel the most, maybe five, six times a month, perhaps. And... They should be taxed and levied and, and, and made to pay more. Mm. So like Ben says, well, like maybe just tax the 1%. Exactly. I'm all for it. Yeah. Could be interesting. Ben, thanks very much. Great suggestion. Thank you. Hey, how many times do you fly per year? <laughs> there now. Um, more, than, more than 20. Wow. And, and is it short flights or are we looking at long-haul flights, Ben? Uh, it's a variety. Mm-hmm. It's a variety. But I would say... Um, 80% of it are business trips. So. Right, right. You're not yeah. pilot, right? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you have a safe evening, Ben. Thanks so much for joining us. 669 if you want to join the discussion here on CN8938. Would it make a difference if you're paying more for sustainable fuel? Shukur Yusuf is joining us, founder of Aviation Consultancy Endow Analytics. So the goal is to go up to 3% eventually, mm-hmm. right, Shukur? I mean, so would that make a dent? Up to 3%? No, I don't think so. I mean, look, 
I, I've just come back home for about an hour ago from the Singapore Air Show where everybody is talking about sustainable aviation. Mm. And I get it. Uh, but I think people forget that last year, 2023, uh, we've just learned that we've reached 1.5 degrees. Yeah. And that's very bad. So nobody talks about that. And so the people that I've met today at the aviation show are people from everywhere and people who, like Ben, who've traveled thousands and thousands of miles every every month. And then they come and speak to me and tell me that, uh, you know, you have to do carbon offset and that. So I ask them, you know, so what about, how do they feel about all the uh, carbon footprint that they have amassed, for example? What are they going to do there? There have so been some airlines know, that you allow you to pay carbon credits, for, right? Well, it's carbon credits and all that, but I think... Uh, I mean, there's, there's a case to be made about greenwashing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, good yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Shukur Yusuf, thank yeah. you so much. Good to have you back on the show. Founder of Aviation Consultancy and Dow Analytics. And thanks for your calls and WhatsApps. This has been Talkback. Back.